kids, who would you like to go to Blockoland? Meh. But the TV gave me the impression that... We said meh. M-E-H. Meh. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the T5 podcast where every week we count down our top fives of anything and everything so we can figure out the best of everything. Uh, it is quarantine edition uh, number three. This is our third episode recorded. It's day 300. Yeah, day, That's what it feels like. Day, day 300 of quarantine. Um, so uh, thanks to the power of Zoom, I am in my house. Mike, uh, my co-host, is in his house, and our special our special guest for this episode, uh, Andrea Schreiner, is at her house. And thanks to the I power am. of Zoom, we're all, it's like we're all right here. Yeah, it's true. We it's pretty uh, cool, right? You know, hopefully this doesn't go on for too much longer because uh, Megan has just entered the uh, watching random Dr. Phil clips on her phone <laughs> part of the quarantine. So if we can get back to normal soon, that'd be great. And she's took a pause to watch my 600 pound life. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, no. She took a pause to watch Dr. Phil clips. <laughs> and, she's, and now she, she's back on, on that. So. Well, I, I have been watching Catfish nonstop on Hulu, mm-hmm. and um, if you've never seen it, don't even start it because you'll never stop. <laughs> and um, and uh, but I am proud to say I have not watched the Tiger King yet. I so have not either. I have. <laughs> have not Yay! either. I don't. I don't need to. I I know everything that happens just from yeah. all the memes on Facebook. I, right. I know. I yeah. Know. It's we we watched it. Uh, uh, early in the quarantine, just to did she of, Abbott? Did she kill her husband? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm hearing. It, it, it's just one. Of, it's like I, the only thing I don't like about the whole thing is that you know Joe Exotic with like all the memes and and you know pictures and T-shirts and everything. That's whatever. It's like it's like everyone's like you guys remember that that Joe Exotic guy is not a good guy. He, he's right. He's he, he hired to kill somebody and he's gen generally a not good person. It's yeah. That's kind of frowned upon in society. Right. Hiring a hitman. Yeah. But, but this is what we do though. This is what we do as a society. We take people that with this sort of issue and we're like, let's make a TV show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Free my boy, Joe. <laughs> yeah, good. Luck. Free uh, the Tiger King. Ugh. P- pass. Um, <laughs> so uh, this episode, what we're going to do is, um, I mean, there's a lot of negativity and you know, anxious feelings and everything, and we could do a list of you know fun things that we like to do or things we want to do uh, mm-hmm. when the quarantine is over. Uh, or we can just add to the misery and do... Yeah, we could do a complete 180. <laughs> right. <laughs> or we could not do that and do uh, the top five things that aren't as fun as advertised. 
So things that are generally hyped up or, you know, a vast majority of people think is fun or cool or whatever. And really they're not. So, so we're going to do but, our, good. Yeah, but I think that this, I, I think that this actually does help bust through some of that negativity because if we're talking about places and things that are advertised that aren't as great or as people make them out to be or as they're advertised like you know maybe that'll put a little bit of a silver lining in some people's quarantine self-isolation yeah. it's like these places aren't that great anyway so just stay <laughs> home in your sweatpants like yeah there you go yeah <laughs> all the uh, all the protesters that apparently need uh, to get their hair done right now <sighs> and that have no other chance or time to possibly do it you can't frustration wait. yeah let it grow man let it <laughs> let grow it <laughs> i don't i mean it's not as i mean you've you've both seen my hair at its longest but yeah this is, this is oh god yes no amount of quarantine can get it that long again <laughs> well hopefully not no yeah. amount of quarantine can get it that long um so we are going to do our top five plus an honorable mention. So technically it's a top six. Uh, we are going to start with the honorable mention. Uh, oops. Wrong. There we go. Um, start with the honorable mention and work our way down to one, the one absolute thing that is not as fun as advertised. So Mike, you are the co-host, so you can start. Okay. Uh, and this, this was a hard list. And then I had my buddy, uh, Tom, help me make it because he's a very negative guy. <laughs> <laughs> Get all your negative friends. You take that, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love him to death. He's a good guy. Um, so my honorable mention uh, is something very simple, but uh, it's setting your favorite song as your alarm. <laughs> something that you think would be really cool something you can jam to when you wake up mm-hmm. but but instead you just let it go and then you're late for anything mm-hmm. because i've and tried that before yeah it actually makes you hate the song if it's a Yo. song you like you will not like it anymore after a couple yep. of weeks M- megan has a horrible tendency i'm gonna put her on blast because i think i've said this on the podcast before and if not then I'm doing it now. Um, she will set multiple alarms uh, in ten minute increments, and then so hit, and then hit snooze on all of them. Yep. So then you have an alarm going off every three minutes, yep. and you and you wonder why you wake up tired in the morning. And uh, and for the longest time, uh, her alarm was "Here Comes the Sun" by the Beatles. Oh no oh. no. You do that. You can't and, do that. And after Blasphemy. hearing it tw- twenty times in a in an hour span, you're like, I'd never need to hear this song again. Yeah, it's also <laughs> you can't you can't use that song in Ohio because you see the sun at once every month. <laughs> right. And we have to save that song for special yeah <laughs> special <Right>. occasions. <laughs> yeah, that that's uh yeah. So that may have ruined that song for me. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh <laughs> she knows better than that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that that's a solid a solid honorable mention. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh Andrea, what is your honorable mention? Okay, so um Again, the making this list was more difficult than I thought. Um, so I chose a place. I hope that was all right. Is it okay yeah. to choose places? Okay. Um, because this place is advertised. Um, people talk about it all the time. They post about it. But Costco, 
I, oh. I, I don't understand. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I know families of seven, you know, they need to go and get these giant things in bulk, but mm-hmm. it just seems like every time, like, I always think it's a good idea. You know, it's like, Oh, it's Costco, save money. You have to be part of their special club to get mm-hmm. in. It's like, you know, it's like, it's like clubbing for old people, you know, like we feel important. <laughs> We got to show our ID at the door, you know, right. we feel cool. We don't get ID'd for anything else anymore. Might as well get ID'd for Costco. But I, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I feel like every time I go there, I just look at things and I'm like, I don't, I don't require, you know, an entire palette of, of, you know, riceroni. I just yeah. don't. And I, just, and I, I, feel, I feel like I, once I'm in there, you know, I don't want to hurt Costco's feelings. So, and I also don't want to waste a trip. So I end up buying stuff and then. I get home and I have $300 worth of granola bars. That's right. how I feel about Costco. <laughs> well, and, and the, the biggest thing is like, especially with the, the quarantine, it's like everyone's, you know, stocking up on everything. It's like, yeah, un- unless you have like a basement or like a spare room or whatever, it's like, where are you going to put yeah. everything? Right. And like, now there's no free samples right now. Right. Right. And that, so, right. And that was a good part of going there. <laughs> <laughs> get samples in bulk. Right. Yeah, right. I may feel different about it now given the circumstance, but mm-hmm. when when our life is quote unquote in its normal, you know, everyday routine, I just I don't know. I haven't had success going there. Yeah. So that's my choice. <laughs> Plus if you're not a member and you go with a member, you can't pay with your card. You have to pay in cash. Ex- oh, right. I I yeah. learned that the hard way, Mike. Yes, yeah. I did. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, well For that's sure. That makes no sense to me, but sure. I guess I'll right. go ahead and get $100 out for this. I know, yeah. So they're, they're like, go to the ATM yeah. that's over there, and we'll charge an additional $3. To- yeah, also, you lose your spot in the line. Um, thank, yes. thank you for shopping at Costco. The, yes. the, the giant shopping carts that are the size of a Cadillac. That's true. Right. Yeah. Now, listen, I will, I will pull back hard, though. Like, literally, I will definitely retract this if we're talking about costco food court though because that's the bomb like costco food court like i no hate there like (laughs) i'm just talking about the shopping experience yeah all right yeah total and and totally relevant today so that that that, that's worthy of a of an honorable mention Mm-hmm. Uh, my honorable mention, uh, and it's it's my honorable mention because I actually do like these things, but not as much as you know the other ones. So my honorable mention is uh, live sporting events. Um, just because. Uh, wait a, a minute! What, what? All sports or just? Oh my God. Okay, just so baseball. <laughs> I think baseball is the exception to this rule because I can go to like a mud hens game and it's fine. But if I watch it on TV, I'm asleep in an hour Yeah, and it's, it's ridiculous. Agreed. But like, yeah, but like other sports, like I've only been to a couple walleye games and then, you know, I was in marching band. So I've seen like a bunch of college football games. Um, to me, like, I understand that like being there is part of the experience and like <laughs> half of my, like, I have a separate college football uh, bucket list of like different mm-hmm. games and stadiums I want to go to. But at the same time, it's like once you're there, like you can't 
see, you know, most of the time you can't see very well. You don't know what's, you know, going on. They cut to commercial every 20 minutes and they're just standing around. Um, It's just, you know, you can't hear like the announcers doing the play-by-play or whatever. And I'm like, at home, you're on your couch, you have food that you don't have to pay $20 for. And, you know, you can hear everything, you can put on surround sound or whatever. And it's, I think in that case, it's better to watch it at TV, on TV at home, instead of, you know, being surrounded by an entire drunken student section. And so true. (laughs) Yeah, I actually, I almost put football games on here, but I really thought you'd be offended, Abbott. So I didn't. Like, how can I put get out of my Zoom meeting? (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) The only couple of times that I've been to, because football is not huge in New York. I'm from New York City, so football is not. It's not a thing. It really is not a thing. Hockey is a thing. Baseball is is big. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I've been to Mets games, more Mets games than I can count. Back when they were in Shea Stadium and not City Field, but you know, so my experience with going to these live you know, football games have been here and I have not enjoyed them. <laughs> I have not enjoyed them. And I really wanted to put it on the list. And I'm like, how can I do this to Abbott? I mean, Oh crazy. no, you're, you're <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of crazy that you chose that. Yeah. It's in like bass. I mean, I, the only few basketballs like games I've been to, like I was when I was in high school and I'm like, I don't really care about basketball. I'm just part of the pep band and I play when they tell me to play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and so, like, those are really the only, like, live sporting events I've been to. And it's, like, eh, it it's, it's feels better at home watching it mm-hmm. on TV. I, I will mm-hmm. agree with almost everything except walleye games. I, yes. That's such a <laughs> yes. different feel. Mike, you, oh. what about storm hockey? Do you remember storm hockey? What, uh, when, I was, when I was a kid, my dad took me to one, and he said I was so bored the entire time, which sucks because oh. I love it now. I love it so much now. Hockey is one of my favorite sports. Yeah. When they fight, especially. Oh, That's God, That's part yes. of the fun. Yeah. I mean, and hopefully, I mean, well, it's April now, so the season is over, but it's, you know, hopefully we're not still in quarantine in October and we can, God, we can yeah. go to, you know, live sporting event. Because I, I think, despite my feelings about it, I'm like, to get out of the house and just to be around people, I will go to any sporting event. Yeah, and, and I saw a statistic because the NFL draft was on this weekend or like mm-hmm. this past, yeah, this past weekend. Yeah. And they said it was the most viewed draft ever. And yeah, I'm like, well, yeah. nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> what, am I, what else am right. I going to watch on TV? Watch? Yeah. I'll, right. I'll rewatch that 70s show for the 12th time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, live sporting events is my honorable mention. I do like it, but it, I, it's not as fun as, as advertised to me. Yeah. Michael, your number five. My number five uh, is actually something I haven't done, but Mariah has. So by that logic, I have also done it. Sure. (laughs) Uh, Music festivals. Mm. I love concerts. I love, you know, going to see the band that I paid to see, but music festivals, like a three day festival where you can't shower and you have to (laughs) be around people who are drunk around the clock. Uh, to see the one band that you wanted to see and then like the 50 other ones that you don't know who they are. Mm. And a lot of those festivals are in the summer, so it's like 90 degrees. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody is sweating. It, it's just, it, oh, God. Nope. No. Paying $20 for a bottle of water. Yeah. Yeah. Mariah went so, to. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, so you've changed my mind on this because I've always wanted to go to one. So now I'm questioning my yeah. desire. Mariah, my wife, went to uh, Faster Horses a couple years ago and she had a good time, but like, that's just, that's a lot of beer and a lot of drunk people and like. So is it like Coachella? Like, is it like that sort of vibe or? Yep. What, yeah. It's like just a bunch of bands, a bunch of small bands that you've never heard of. And then like, mm-hmm. like each day, the there's like one main act each day. So it's like, oh, oh, here are three of my favorite bands, but one plays Friday, one plays Saturday and then one oh. plays Sunday. And it's like, I just. Uh, I yeah, just don't so, so, have a good time. I, I think to to go to music festival, like I would need to like like at least because there's usually I mean there's usually like a crap ton of bands playing, yeah. but like I would need to like and not just like acknowledge, but like really like yeah like ten bands in to to justify going to something like that. Yeah, I feel like the flower child in me, the '60s hippie in me, would would it would have loved to have been able to go to Woodstock, the original Woodstock. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the appeal for me now in in this you know in this day and time to go to these because I'm like, oh yeah, it's like Woodstock. It's like you know everybody comes together and you know. But but yeah, I've never gone to one, and there's probably a reason. It's because yeah of what you said, Mike. It's probably not as as cool as what people but but do i really want to go do i really right right you gotta put on pants you gotta get in the car i had a friend you gotta wear you gotta wear a crop crop top that's not happening oh i can't yeah i can't pull off a crop top (laughs) i had a buddy that wanted me to go to bonnaroo which is a different music festival and like he's like yeah you have to pay to shower and i'm like nope yeah i'm (laughs) That, that basically oh, turned me off right there. It's like $10 to shower and it's like, it's dirty. And I'm like, I just, uh, I'll just listen to the music on my phone. Right. You know, most people don't pay for that shower. They're just like, ah, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> they, they shower in beer and other people sweat. Oh. I'm just like, Oh, that's going to be a no for me, Doug. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to pass on that one. Yeah. Like I love concerts with like two or three bands that I can get into, but as far as like yeah. a three day music festival, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Good I'm, to know. I'm with you. Uh, Andrea, what is your number five? All right. So, so this is going to reveal the mom in me <laughs> or maybe the, the, uh, the future parent in you Yeah. and also maybe your inner child. Uh, I'm sorry if this is a little PTSD, but, um, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah. Chucky Cheese. I I totally get it. (laughs) Okay, so listen. So two things about Chuck E. Cheese. I want to like it, okay? Because I like the arcade side of it. I think that's actually kind of fun. Um, I like the idea that there is a place where you can go and have a birthday party if you don't want to have it at your house, so on and so forth. But, and this is a huge thing. Um, a, A... friend of mine and another mom friend of mine refers to Chucky cheese as Chucky disease (laughs) (laughs) because because every time her kids go there, they get sick, you know? 
And then so, which, which is super relevant right now, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's thinking about that, but I've always yeah. thought that I've always, they'll be the last super, ones to open up. Right. They yeah. will. If, <laughs> if they even do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the other thing is that the real reason that I'm, I'm iffy on it is because number one, the smell when you walk in. Yeah. It's the worst. I'm, I'm glad it's not just me. Oh my God. <laughs> it's the worst. I was like, I think that it's pizza cheese, but I am not, it could also be the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> not entirely certain. And then the other thing is, um, so, so the one that we have here locally, um, mm-hmm. has that stage where they have all of those mascots. Have you seen this, right? Mm-hmm. Where they the have animatronics the animatronics and all that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's like Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> They're creepy. <laughs> They're so My kids creepy. Are terrified of them. I remember one time we went there um, for a birthday party, and George was young. He was probably like four or five, like preschool, kindergarten age, and he just stood at the side of the stage, staring with terror in his eyes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, aren't they? Look, he's playing the drums, and he just started crying. He was uh-huh. terrified of these things, and he's not the only kid I know that's terrified of those. I feel like kids, they do one of two things. Either they're scared of them or they want to go up on the stage and beat the crap out of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like, so so Chuck E. Cheese is, is, is on my list for that well, reason. Well, I feel like now, like, especially with like all the technology and everything we have now, like to have animatronic, you know, animals, like, like <laughs> there, there needs to be like, it just needs to be a screen and, and just like... <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Just fully revamp the whole thing. And yeah. yes, it could be really cool. They're just mm-hmm. from 1974. And know? what's weird is if you haven't been to one recently, uh, their game system, it's set up like Dave and Buster's now. They have like the cards and you scan oh. the thing and the tickets are on the card. Uh, okay. I, I have I have young nieces, so I'm not just going there by myself. I just want to get that on the t- <laughs> I'm just going to check out the little Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like Mike yeah. knows more about Chuck E. Cheese than I do. <laughs> like it, it, it's weird because it's like they've channeled all this money into all the new, how all their games are set up, but you can't put anything into the animatronics. Nothing. It's yeah, 2021 right. Right. or 2020 for God's sakes. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, the, the last time I was there and, and I could, uh, this was a long time ago, but like, uh, I knew that like something had changed because they had gone from like inserting all the tickets into like the counter thing mm. to putting them in a basket and then weighing them. Mm. Like they, they count the tickets by weight instead of actually counting them. And I'm like, that mm. doesn't seem right, but yeah, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's, you know, the, the combination of uh, the cheese, smell and pee in the ball pit like that (laughs) (laughs) the fact that you get yeah like 2,000 tickets equal out to three tootsie rolls and a pencil (laughs) topper yeah exactly exactly I just but it does I mean if you think about it it does teach our, our children you know uh, reality versus expectation a lot of times. <laughs> it yeah. shows them, you know, in life you work really hard and you get real excited for things and you end up with a unicorn eraser. So, yeah. I mean, that's, yep. <laughs> that's so true. A little yep. lesson in reality, I guess. Yeah. No, that, that, that's a good one. I, I wouldn't have thought of that one, but that's, yeah. that's definitely true. Um, my number five um, is, is very specific. Um, I've only done this once. And my, Mike, I think, Think you're, I honestly don't remember if you were a part of it or not. Um, oh, you know what? Maybe, yeah. For, go go for, ahead. Uh, 
when when I was getting uh, when I got married, uh, my brother was my best man, and as part of the bachelor party, he took uh, a bunch of us uh, went paintballing. And uh, yeah. yeah, I was there. I was there. Oh, yeah, that. you were there. Um, yeah. I, I just read there were a couple who weren't. So I, I forgot who was, but mm-hmm. but it was uh, yeah. It's I mean it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to shoot people. Uh, it's not fun to get shot, <laughs> dude. So you didn't do. Uh, remember the, the like the last game your brother wanted you to do? It was like called the gauntlet. The gauntlet. <laughs> and like the gauntlet was when we would all line up across the field and you would run from. I'd one run the other. from one end to the other, <laughs> and we would all just get to fire at you. Yeah. So and I'm like, you didn't okay. do that. I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> I ended up doing it for my bachelor party. <laughs> Oh my god! And I want to tell you that it hurt so bad. Oh yeah, of yeah. course it yeah, did. You missed out, dude. It was so painful. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, my, because um, <laughs> they they gave us the the goggle helmet thing or whatever. Yeah. But it ends here. Yep. And I remember, I think it was my dad or my brother got shot right at the scalp line, oh. right above the the glasses. <laughs> And like I just the whole time I'm like, like oh my god, this is so much fun! Ah, oh god, I'm dying! Like this. Yeah. And, and I got home and I took my, you know, I went to get in the shower and I'm just bruised <laughs> and welted and it was, it was uh, I mean, it was fun, but it's not worth the amount of pain. It, oh that, yeah, that goes that, into it, it. It is fun, but yeah. And the one when I did the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. My one friend, uh, his gun jammed all the way through. And right before I said, guys, shoot me wherever. Just don't shoot me or in the neck or above because the wedding yeah. is next week. <laughs> yeah. And his gun jammed all the way through and he got one fired off. Hit oh. me square in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> the last shot and hurts so bad, dude. Did you bruise? Oh, God, yeah. It was oh, mostly Lord. gone by the wedding. Mostly okay. gone. Mostly gone. It was uh, the, the one thing I, I remember that... Looking back on it, it's like, oh, that's fun. But like in the time, you're like, this is terrifying and, and going to be painful. The guy that works there that was in charge of everything, he's like, all right, we're going to do something called the Civil War. And uh, and so he split us up into, into two and we all stood in a line, you know, facing, oh, each, other, yeah. oh my facing God. each other. And he's like, okay, uh, you're all going to, you know, be... 50 feet apart and you're going to have your gun down by your side and you can't like both arms by your side, but like your gun down at your waist shooting at the other one. And I'm three, two, one, you shoot and they, they, they don't. And then you take a step forward and then they shoot and then they take a step forward. So it got to the point where like, we're all like, 12 feet away from each other yeah we were close we were and what was great though close. is because uh both of your brothers were on the other team and yeah. they were focusing all their energy on you yes they were perfect <laughs> oh lovely and it was uh and and i think this may not be on my list at all if i uh did this different but uh at the time i didn't have like sweatpants or like jeans that I, you know, wanted to get dirty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so genius me is like, Uh-oh. well, I had this, you know, old pair of like dark green shorts I could wear. <laughs> oh, you didn't even have your legs covered. Yeah. So my, <laughs> so like my legs were like out in the open and it was, uh, yeah, that was not good. <laughs> and it was nice. Luckily, uh, the guy told us like, Hey, when they're firing at you, put your gun to where the O2 tank is covering your giblets 
Yeah. So and like kind of like scrunch up so you don't get hit in the neck. But yeah, it didn't matter because it still hurt because <laughs> we were only like yeah like twelve feet away from each other. Yeah, that that was. I mean, it's oh yeah, fun in theory, but not yeah. worth the amount of pain that goes with it. Yeah. So Jason would go. My husband Jason would go um, and do the D-Day reenactment with the history. Uh, oh. department at Whitmer they would do that um every year actually they would do the D-Day reenactment and it would be like kind of like a field trip sort of thing um and I just remember him coming home and and having bruises everywhere including <laughs> the top of his noggin which you guys know I mean it's pretty pretty shiny up there so like you know it was very visible and so I just I Listen, uh, at the time he'd come home and he's like, oh, my finger, I can't bend my finger and this and that. And I'm like, why do you do this to yourself? Like people that enjoy paintball, there's some sort of sadistic, I don't know, masochistic tendency because I don't know. He's asked me to go every year and I'm like, you, you're insane. Just say, now he doesn't even ask because he knows that I'm not going to go. Yeah. Whap. Ooh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's what I'm looking let me for. Just, let me just move my, uh, let me move my O2 tank over so you can really <laughs> get a oh, good and shot. Yeah, and when they don't break. Oh, God, when they don't break, it hurts oh, yeah. so bad. No. Yeah. So, uh, paintballing is my, my number five. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Fun in theory, not as fun as... Advertised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, you're number four. Uh, no, I number four, and I think it's on this list because we had Mariah and I had a bad experience uh, when we were nineteen. Uh, there are nightclubs. Okay. Uh, we went to. We were nineteen. We went to Bowling Green for Sisters Twenty First. So already, I'm like, well, I can't do anything. I'll just watch everyone else have a good time. Right. We ended up going to. Uh, do you know Clazell down there? It was mm-hmm. in Bowling Green. Uh, we went there when it was still open. And they marked our hands, obviously. We went with her oldest sister, who was, I think, like 24 or 25 at the time. And we walked in. I think we were in there for like 10 minutes. We walked in there, got like into the thick of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her sister had a Long Island iced tea in her hand. And she like dropped something. I don't know if she dropped her wallet or whatever. So she hands Mariah the drink. Like, say, hold this for me. Mm -hmm. Dude, the moment Mariah's hand touched that drink, the security guard came over and like shined the light on us and said, all right, all four of you get out. Oh. All gone. So, well, I mean, good on them for, you know, yeah, security being on the ball. Mm-hmm. But- and like, I was trying to leave. Cause like it, when you go in, like you have that walkway and there's like a little set of stairs that you go down like four stairs mm-hmm. and the dance floor is right there. And so we were kind of in there and I was trying to leave and the people that were dancing wouldn't move. So mm-hmm. I had to like climb over people <laughs> just to get up and go out the back. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it was bad. That whole night was bad. like everybody was hammered and I was so sober and it was just, oh, <laughs> it was a drag. Mm-hmm. I just oh that many people scrunched together dancing to something whatever was on all I could <laughs> all I could, all I could just feel it I could like, feel I, the beats I, and and you went there with with Mariah so I mean I feel like clubbing in general is is more of a singles activity yeah like you're not I mean you can go and have fun I guess but it's like like the ultimate is to to meet somebody and hook up or whatever but it's like yeah. if you if you go there with somebody it's like like are you having a good time <laughs> like are you having a good time <laughs> are you having a, t- a good time what <laughs> yeah yeah 
Yeah, I remember. Um, I don't know if you guys, re- if it's even open anymore, but headliners. Mm-hmm. Do you guys yeah. remember? I know so where like, it's at, but. Yeah. So like back in the, in the day, I'm dating myself a little bit, but like, um, my friend, uh, Kyle and I thought it would be a good idea to go see Danity Kane. I don't know if you remember Danity Kane was a group that Puff Daddy created or P Diddy, whatever he's being called now created. And we're like, yeah, we're going to go to see Danity Kane at headliners. You know, they're, they're like up and coming, like not a very popular, you know, group so they can do small local shows Mm -hmm. and we went there and we waited and we waited and we waited and then finally somebody went up on the stage and said that like their limo had gotten into a fender bender so outside of somewhere that they weren't going to come and they weren't going to show up and that they weren't doing any refunds and people started Mm -hmm. yelling and throwing their drinks and I had literal flashbacks to like when I was 13 and my parents took me to OzFest yeah and on Nassau Coliseum so I um or I think it was there anyway it's all foggy but yeah people were throwing their drinks and I'm just like oh my god this whole clubbing thing is just not for me it's not for me it can be very scary to be that close packed in with people especially if you know people are getting in trouble like you said Mike you know like security gets involved I mean it that that can be that can actually get scary yeah, I mean, you you see all those, you know, the news stories about, you know, like a stage collapses or or a fire breaks out or whatever, and you're just like that jam packed, and you got nowhere to go, and so it's, yeah, yeah, and it, and like ideally they want everyone to file out quite like you know the school the school fire drill type scenario <laughs> yeah. when everybody is just gonna cram into the door and <laughs> everyone get in the line, <laughs> yeah. Size order. Yeah. Where's our line leader? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can't go anywhere without our line leader. <laughs> yeah, that's I for sure. D- like definitely. I'm all about going to a bar and, and drinking and having a good having a good time, but man, places like yeah. that where you're packed in like sardines. That's a no for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh Andrea, what is your number four? We on four? Yeah. So, um, so doing these wine and canvas events, that's my number four. Um, wine and canvas is, um, somebody that is a perfectionist or a very type A personality. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare because you are not a painter. You are there because somebody else is a painter and this is a creative way for them to make money teaching other people how to paint. And so it, and in your time, each thing that you do, have you guys ever done this? No, no. so I'm learning. So so listen, both of you are married. And at one point, if things, like I said, if they go back to normal, you, there, there may be a time when, when Mariah or Megan are, they're going to say, listen, let's create this, this, let's go to wine canvas and do this tree that when you put it together, the tree is, it's, it's, you know, you do the left side of the tree and do the right side and people put the canvases together. It's really cute, the idea, you know, behind mm. it. But you're timed. Each each section that you do, I oh, mean, really? if, yeah, like if you can't make the grass look like this, the way that this person has made the grass look, like when they move on to that tire swing, like you better have your black paint ready because if you're still doing green, she tells you what brush to use. She tells you what, how, how to do the strokes Uh-oh. and how to do this. And I mean, they really do explain it nicely, but to somebody who's a perfectionist, it's, it's an anxiety roller coaster is what it is. Yeah. I, I, I didn't realize it was all 
it was all timed and that, yeah. and that structured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just and, thought like women went there or whoever goes there to get drunk and paint a picture. That's literally and, the only thing I thought it was. And I think that's the intention. I think the people that, uh, that, uh, are there to have fun. That's exactly what they do, Mike. They go there and they have, you know, uh, drink. They, they had a, um, the one, there's one that's more local that I went to and the, all of the events were at this one place. And that I actually enjoyed because you go to the same place every time and, you know, they have a bar there and, and you get your liquid courage and you, you know, make whatever sandal or martini glass or moon with an owl that you're making that night. And, um, and that's fun. But, but I, the reason that this made my list is because I had gone downtown for one and they shoved us in the basement. We were in like this corner and, um, the tables were too small to hold your paint and they put your paint on a paper plate like you're in preschool. And, and, um, you know, so it's, it's just, we, it just was not, if we wanted a drink, we had to go all the way upstairs and stand at the bar and then wait for our drink, which is not a good thing because you're timed, you're painting something. Yeah. So how can you be upstairs getting a drink when you got to be downstairs, you know, finishing up your snowman? So, um, and then, and then it, here's the other thing. It's just not a good idea because if you're going there with a friend, okay, at least this is how some of the people that I've gone to wine and canvas with, it might be different for you guys, but, but you start to like, it becomes a silent competition with whoever you're there. Like the instructor came over and complimented the bird that I put in my tree, but did not compliment my friend when she put the bird in her tree. And she was like, she oh didn't God. compliment my bird. Maybe my bird doesn't look right. I don't think that this looks right. Uh, so it becomes a silent competition and people become teacher's pet. Those that have like a natural affinity. It's just a mess. Don't do it. <laughs> unless you're really, unless you really don't care but I think a lot of people go there, you know, you're paying $30 to paint, you know, like I said, a, a pumpkin or something like that. People generally want it to look okay, Yeah. you know, to hang it oh, in their yeah. house. If I'm paying for it, yeah. Right? And I'm already at a very, oh God, I have no artistic <laughs> ability. And the alcohol, like the drinks, you have to pay separately. It's not part of the, the, of course. the, the thing, Naturally. the event. Yeah. yeah. So you're paying, you know, five or $6 per glass of wine, plus the 30 that you paid to make this pumpkin canvas and, and, and you're rushed and, and I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's an experience that everybody should have, but just go in with a lighthearted attitude because if you really want it to be something you're going to hang in your house, you're not going to be happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I had, I mean, I, I also don't drink, so I, I had no intention of, <laughs> going to one of those things, but it's just, <laughs> I, I didn't realize it was timed. Like I, I, I thought it was like, like someone like puts a picture of what everyone's painting, like up in the front and it's like, okay, go nuts. And like, I, I didn't realize there was, you know, steps and, and oh no, it was all timed and all that. So, so yeah, yeah no, you yeah, see, and I don't, I don't really drink either. So every time that I've gone, it's been because of somebody's birthday or somebody asked me to go or, or it was a painting that I really just wanted to do. So I invited other people, but I literally, I usually get one glass of wine and it sits there. I think there was one time that I accidentally dipped my paintbrush because I thought it was my water cup because they used the same, <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh, well, no harm, no foul. But yeah, it's, it is what it is. Wine and canvas. Yeah. And, and I'm sure you wouldn't be the only person uh, to have that on your list if we if we asked a hundred people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, so that's your number four. My number four was actually uh, the example that I sent uh, you guys when coming up with this list. Uh, my number four is Black Friday shopping. Yeah. Uh, so to be fair, I've never, I've only gone one time um, because the whole, it, and it's more of like a principle thing than anything. It's like, especially now that it's like, they're doing it like earlier and earlier. It's like, Hey guys, uh, four o'clock on Thanksgiving, we're going to start opening the stores and you can go shopping. And I'm like, no, is it cool if I don't do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm it, it, like that part, like infuriates me. It's like, like I, I'm pretty sure I post on, on Facebook every year. It's like, Quick, let's hurry up the the holiday where we say what we're thankful for, so we can rush out and trample a grandmother for a toaster. Yeah, <laughs> I need to be thankful for that toaster. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm so, thankful that I got the sale over her. That's what yeah. I'm thankful. For. <laughs> she can't get the toaster now because she needs a new hip. Oh no! <laughs> I I just don't like. And and to be fair, I did the one time I went out, I went and got um my drawing tablet for my computer but that i mean so i can i can understand the you know wanting to get deals on stuff but it's just like i i don't need to be rushing around first thing on friday morning you know the day after thanksgiving and just like no i i'm good i i have a whole month of christmas shopping to do like i don't need to cram it all in one day how many stores mm-hmm. do you think uh, mark up their prices heavily and then just put the sale on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Probably a lot of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I, there's things that I want during the holiday season, but there's nothing truly that I want that bad that I'm mm-hmm. willing to wait in line or get into a fight or like there's nothing. I'm sorry. Like the, it's it's great that that TV is... 50% off, but I mean, it's, it, I, I don't know. I just, I, there's not anything that I would want that bad. That's, you mm-hmm. know, in the material. I don't know. I, I don't have that mindset. Yeah. Uh, and I think we, the, the first time we went black Friday shot, well, we went people watching because we yeah. thought, you know, we saw on TV, like the hordes of people like cramming <laughs> into the store or so went to target and then there's like, you know, 30 people walking around, but everything is roped off and like, you had to like yeah. walk a certain way. And I'm like, well, this is, this is boring as hell. I want to go home and go to bed. Like it's yeah. like midnight. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, the, there's nobody punching each other at all. <laughs> the the one time I went to the mall, uh, I, uh, I had no intention of buying anything. I was, I was going people watching and it wasn't, yeah. I mean, at the time it, it was probably about as busy as it would be on any given Saturday or whatever. Yeah. And so I'm just like, Nah, I'm just going to go home yeah. now. Yep. Yep. So. I actually, I, sorry. I, no, you're good. I was just going to say, I found myself in a Walmart this past Black Friday, which I would have never thought ever mm-hmm. would happen. But I found myself there. I think we were just out that way and I stopped to get, I don't know, it was like a grocery item or something like that. I don't know if it was like a loaf of bread or it was just something that we needed. And I was like, let me just stop in. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, everything, like Mike said, everything was roped off. And I said to the lady, I, I was like, I just have this like loaf of bread. I just am going to 
like, can I just go through them, just pay for this at the U scan? And she was like, no, you need to like follow the route, like that they have roped off. And it like, it took me to the other side of the store. (laughs) And then when I got to the other side of the store, like everything was blocked off there and they had, I don't know. So I just, I ended up putting the loaf of bread back on a shelf somewhere and I left because I was like, this is not even, but shame on me for, you know, even jumping into that swimming pool. So yeah, no, it's I, I don't get it. It it it's gets blown out of proportion, and it's dumb. So, uh, so that is my number four, uh, Michael. Your bronzy, yeah. your number three. My bronzy, uh, and this I think this kind of fits really well, especially into the whole COVID quarantine thing. Uh, my number three is having nothing to do. Like, like, and what I mean is like, I don't know. I always feel like I need to be up and moving, uh, doing something. So like when I wake up in the morning and I watch TV till noon, Mm-hmm. I hate that, but I can't seem to pull myself away from the TV. Like I hate I, in the back of my mind. I'm like, do I have homework that I need to be doing? Can I go into the garage and work out or should I go take a walk? Cause <laughs> I just go to work. Cause I can't, I just, Oh, I hate it. Yeah. There's always something in my mind. Like, should I be doing this? Like I can never just yeah. sit down and do. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, especially like, I I would say, and Andrew, you can probably speak to this. Like as a creative person, when you're like, when you're like always super busy, you're in the back of your head. It's like, Oh, like that's when you come up with all the ideas for projects that you want to do. And then when you sit and have nothing to do and you're like, I don't know. I could, I guess I'll watch TV for the next four hours and, yeah. and, and just all those ideas are gone. And it's, it's, not doing it's true. That's true. I feel like I also have like, um, like performance anxiety right now because it's like being a creative person, like what we do walk around with all of those ideas and these, these dreams and these goals that we have of things that we want to do. And now that I have the time to do them, I like pressure myself, like, Hey, you wanted to do this. Why aren't you doing it? You have the time to do it now. And then that makes me feel like, okay, well, I'm going to finish writing the play that I'm writing and, and that I want to produce at the school at some point, like it's three quarters of the way done, like finish that. And then I'm like, okay, well, I also have this frame sitting here of this, you know, this collage that I want to make. And, oh, but I also have, you know, my, my sweetheart soul sessions page that I want to keep like, I, and I just feel like because there's no structure and there's time, I feel like because there's so many things, I just don't do any of them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I know that feeling. That's exactly where I was going with that too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's like, it's, well, and like even like not creative things right now, it's like, oh, I, I've been putting off uh, cleaning the bathroom for a while or, uh, or, you know, straightening out the the shelves in the basement. It's like, or I could do none of those things. And yeah. Yeah. So I, I totally get it. Uh, Scrubs is on Hulu. Might as well watch that for the 18th time. <laughs> it is. I feel like we are um, creatures of habit and we need structure. I think that there's, you know, and these people that I see that I'm friends with that are like, okay, so I set like a, they kind of set out like a routine for themselves where, you know, they get up at the same time every day and they, you know, have their morning routine and then they allow themselves, you know, they, they exercise for a half hour, like they block out time, like they schedule themselves. I more power to those people, but I'm just not 
that person. Like I would love to be that person where I could schedule it out for myself, but I just know that I won't do that. <laughs> oh, and, and I know for a fact that like once this quarantine is lifted and like everyone goes back to work and stuff across the nation, there's just going to be a wave of like, oh my God, there were all these things that I wanted to do. And now that now I have no more time left to do them. I know. So I can't make up an excuse now. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that that's solid. That's a good one. Solid choice. Yeah. Uh, Andrea, you're, you're bronzy. You're number three. Um, so this is kind of, this is kind of odd. And again, I'm, I'm, you know, the Libra in me is torn between everything that I picked because I can see both sides of everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I don't really hate this, but I also don't really like it either. So <laughs> <laughs> that my whole list is comprised of that. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, coloring Easter eggs. I, okay. yeah. I, yeah, I can know, get on that train. Right. Like why? I just don't. Uh, and I don't, I, even my kids this year, they're like, why are we doing this? I'm like, I don't know. I don't really know. Just do it. Cause it's something that we do, but why do we do it? I don't know. So we can, you know, put them around the house and hide them and hopefully they don't crack and one rolls underneath the couch <laughs> and we find it next year. Like, oh. you know, like, <laughs> like, like I just, I don't, the whole Easter egg thing, it, it's, it can be fun when you're doing it. Um, mm. but the stickers never stay on it, it, as a creative person. It bothers the, the whole thing just bothers me. Right. You know, the Easter egg never turns out the way I want it to look. It's just, it's a, it's just a disappointment and it smells. <laughs> yeah, it does. In my, in my mind, I was like, yeah, I remember it not smelling great. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And yeah, I mean, you literally, they soak in vinegar, it's vinegar. And then those little like food coloring pe- uh, pellets, you know? And so there's that. And then the, the eggs themselves. I mean, it's just, I, I don't really know. I guess I'm going to have to research like the origin of, does anybody know, do you guys know how that came I, to be? Like, why do we do that as a, as a society? What, what's I, the origin? No, no idea. Do we know? Dad, when you listen to this episode, uh, shoot me a text and let me know. <laughs> Will he know? Your dad's like, he knows these things? He'll have to look it up, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me know what the I, origin is. <laughs> I, I don't want to uh, maybe jump ahead in, in case this this other thing is on anyone's list, but I feel like that falls under the same category as uh, carving pumpkins for Halloween. See, right? I like doing that. Yeah, I do too. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but it's just me then. I, but like, <laughs> it, it just seems like, like especially like when you become adults and like, like if you're like me and you're an adult and you don't have kids yet, you're just like, it's we'll, we'll just put whole uncarved pumpkins. Yeah, on yeah. I will say that I, I, I'll never be able to uh, scoop the crap out of it. Like I, I oh, hate it. I, love I hate that. the smell. Oh, I hate the smell. <laughs> I hate the way it, it feels. I make my wife do it for me, and I'm a grown man. <laughs> okay, <Nope>. so, <laughs> so, so the carving pumpkins thing. Just a quick side note. I do know the origin of that. You know, they would, and actually, it wasn't pumpkins that they carved. I think it was like like beets or something. I don't know. There was something else mm-hmm. that they carved and set outside their house and it's supposed to ward off like, like bad spirits. And that's why you put the candle in because, you know, light's supposed to extinguish the dark. And so right. there, I, I have looked that up, but I have an October birthday. So like carving pumpkins was, you know, a childhood part of like my, my birthday parties and stuff. So I think for me, it's more of just a nostalgia versus a true enjoyment, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. It's a bit, bo- both of those e- Easter eggs and and pumpkins are 
I definitely seem more fun than, than, than when you're doing it. Than when yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. 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 All right. So my number three um, is. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, it's a different holiday. Um, we've already covered uh, Black Friday and Easter and Halloween. Uh, my number three, my bronzy, is staying up for New Year's. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if I'm with you there, big big what? cat. All right. Well, because <laughs> I, 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 I can see why, though. <laughs> I can see why you wouldn't like it. I but mean, go ahead. like, honestly, up until, like, last year, or, like, this past New Year's, um, like, I went over to a friend's house, and they, you know, they were staying up, and they were playing games and all that. I'm like that was fun. I mean, it's just like anytime when you're like by yourself at home and you're not doing anything, it's like, it, it's 1030. I'm, it, I'm it's fine. Yeah. You're like, uh, you're like Lieutenant Dan at the bar. Like everyone's cheering <laughs> and you're just, you're just sitting at the bar. Con- confetti is raining down and you're just like, what are on we your doing? long hair, on right. your long hair. <laughs> So what what are we doing here? I, I yeah. This doesn't need to be happening. Everybody gets a second chance. <laughs> the lady says that. It's I yeah, I just and and especially like I think even more so than the actual like staying up and until midnight thing is watching the stuff on TV like the all like the concerts and and all that. I'm like I don't know, maybe I've gotten old and crotchety since I've turned 30, but it's like, I don't know who these people are. They're obviously lip syncing. This isn't fun for me. I could be sleeping right now. See, that's the only thing that keeps me up because if they didn't have those shows, I would just be, I don't know. I think that's the only thing that entertains me while we're waiting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, to go off of of that, uh, when I was talking to my buddy Tom about making this list, mm-hmm. we mentioned like going to Times Square for New Year's. Like, yeah. apparently, it sounds like a appa- nightmare. Yeah, apparently, people are just disgusting. Oh, because I'm sure. you have your place like in line or your place there, yes. and like people wear diapers and whatnot. Yeah, and they just they go do. in their diapers. Like they do. Well, say I, Andrew, you're you're from New York, so it, what's your so I've never been to Times Square for New Year's Eve. Like okay. I, I lived there. I, I was born in New York and I moved here in 2003. And I had, I still to this day have never been to Times Square for New Year's Eve. But my, my brother and my dad are, are train operators for the New York City subway. So mm-hmm. every once in a while, they'll have a train that comes out of Times Square or goes in when bringing all these people in. And um, yeah, it's just, a, it's the, 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 they get there super early and they do, they, they have their place. And then, and then once, once the ball drops and the festivities are done, the trains are packed. They oh, are I'm sure, yeah. And, and so and are their are diapers. Drunk and, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So it's not something, uh, and I've also never been to the Statue of Liberty. I've never been to the, so, I mean, it's just one of those things that most of those people that are there in Times Square are not people from New York. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, because the people who live there, they're like, they're all they're up in their they're like you they're like it's 10 30 i want to go to bed yeah Yeah. right they're they're up in their apartments looking down on the sea of humanity it's like look at these freaking idiots like 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 the grinch staring down at whoville (laughs) except for a valid reason i must stop the ball from dropping (laughs) 
the towel. The, the New Year's Grinch. That, <laughs> needs, that needs to be a, a spinoff that gets shown every year. Abby, God, you need I to make it. that, draw that, illustrate that of the Grinch staring over. I, I am on Square. it. I, I've, never, I've never been more motivated to do but something. But it's you and Eleanor is <laughs> but Max. It, but it's me. <laughs> <gasps> That's genius. Yep. Eleanor is Max. I, I'm I'm on board. I, I love it. But I do love I do love uh, staying up for New Year's. I, I'm not with you on that, but because like every year I, I'm, I don't drink very much, but when mm-hmm. I do, it's on New Year's and Halloween. And New Year's, <laughs> I go all the way. He's like, I'm having <laughs> all it. the way. Yep. I'm up till two, three, like partying for New Year's and I love it. Like I, like I stayed up this past year, just, I think mostly because like I was out with friends and I actually went home, I actually came home. It was 1145 and I'm like, I'm already here. And, and (laughs) and, I might as well do it now before I turn 30 and I can't stay up that way anymore. (laughs) And and I think because it's 2020. So it's like a nice, like round number. So I'm just like, yeah, all right. Yeah. It'll be a great year. And it's like three, two, one, happy to click done. All right. We're (laughs) we're good. Yeah, exactly. So, so that is my, my number three, my bronzy is staying up for new year's. All right. Uh, Michael, you're number two. The my not two, good enough. Not good enough uh, is the first toy on, on my list. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, it, I had, I, it was a game. It wasn't a gaming. It was something that went with a gaming system that I had. I had the Nintendo Wii growing up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, we eventually got the Wii Fit for it. And it it's not that great. <laughs> it's literally just a board. Like the program, like you can measure your weight and you can set goals and whatnot, but it's like, what exercises can you do with this besides push-ups that can sense you going, oh. going down and up? Oh, is that, like, is that what it is? That, and they had like games that you could use for the Wii, but they didn't work very well. Mm-hmm. And it, no, no. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my brother and I broke it. <laughs> not on, not on purpose, but I feel like the Wii Fit is is the is the home version of a gym membership. It's like you have positive, <laughs> you have such positive intentions going in, and then you just get it, and you're like, eh, I don't all the know. all the people in Nintendo headquarters are laughing at us now, right? Yeah. They're like, ha ha ha, these stupid Americans. <laughs> I don't know why they were Russian just now, but in my mind. <laughs> It's it's the it's the twenty first century version of like you know what I'm gonna buy a treadmill and put it in the basement yes. and we're gonna I'm totally <laughs> yeah. gonna use it every day. What do you think? <laughs> like N- Nintendo Wii's are great. Like nobody uses them anymore except for people in uh, rehab facilities and things like that. But <laughs> but yeah, the, I mean the Wii Fit. It, it yeah, it, it was overpriced and I I think I used it like once or twice and I'm like this is yeah. not no. I'll just go outside and run. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like Honestly. I've, I've, I feel, I feel like, like the Wii in general, like I've, I mean, I've only played it, you know, a few times or whatever, but like, like Wii bowling or, or like, or like baseball or whatever, like things like that. Like it makes sense. Cause you're like, I feel like that's more fit than. Especially the boxing. Mm-hmm. Right. Being a, yeah. being a, mm-hmm. I, know, I was like 12, I think the boxing where you're literally just like punching your arms really yeah. fast and, that's a car. That's cardio for that, you. That, that's or, that's more fit than we fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the dance, the dance challenge ones. We had a couple. Oh yeah. I don't know if it was for the Wii, but we had a couple. I think it was. There was a couple dance challenge um, games that we had, and 
I was sweating like crazy. I mean, doing that. I mean, honestly, that, that was, I'm like, what is that? Like such a foreign thing to be sweating. I mean, I'm like allergic to exercise. So I'm playing playing video games. What am I doing? I'm sweating. Yeah. But that was fun. Buy a gym membership. (laughs) But like, I I, think it could take your weight. And like, I remember, you know, cause I was a lot thinner back then I would step on it and it was like way off. I'm like that. That's not right. I was gonna say that's how how accurate. how accurate can can that be? It, I didn't think it was, but now now Mike, did it track your progress? Like, does it mm-hmm. track your? It could, okay. yeah. You'd like, you know. I mean, you know, back then I was skinny, so I didn't give a crap about tracking my what? weight and whatnot. Yeah, but you could, yeah, you could set it up to like you would weigh yourself every however, like every week or whatever. Yeah, and, okay. But I feel like for people who. I don't know, maybe people who are older and wiser and really into that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. People who are 12 don't care about (laughs) that. Right. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. That, that, I never would have thought of that. Mostly because I didn't Mm -hmm. know we. So that that explains that one. Uh, Andrea, you're number two. You're, you're not good enough. Okay. Um, so, so, this is, this is once again, uh, <laughs> I have a disclaimer for everyone that I say, <laughs> I'll just say it. Road trips, road oh. trips. It, oh my gosh. Like you, you know, if you've ever seen a music video, you, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure that you've seen one where there's somebody driving in a car out in the desert somewhere and the wind is blowing in their hair and they just look like they're having, you know, like Cheryl Crow on a soak up the sun. Like, I mean, I feel like, right. you know, like that's the idea that we have in our heads when someone's like, yeah, road trip. It's not, it's nasty no. <laughs> gas station bathrooms and in the middle of nowhere and flat tires and having to pay a lot of money for gas and having to pack your stuff and not having enough snacks and it's not fun. It's not no. fun. And I say that as somebody that travels, well, I used to travel a lot more, but you know, traveling to see my family 600 miles away. I mean, yeah. And that was, and, I was going to say, what do you count as a road trip? Cause like, if you're traveling like an hour, hour and a half, that that's just a drive, but like yeah. <laughs> 600 miles, that's a haul. Yeah. yeah. That is but a even, haul. but even if we would go to Chicago or we would go to like Michigan or something like that, it's just so your feet are cramped. And if you're switching drivers, I hate, I absolutely hate driving in bad weather. Like I have, I have very, I used to really have bad travel anxiety. If we, you drive through like a thunderstorm where you can't see, you know, the windshield wipers are going and you know, if you're traveling, it doesn't, even if you're traveling three hours, you could run into a, a pop-up storm like that. I just, right. the whole thing about it, it sounds amazing to go and, you know, like I said, pack up, pack up the snacks and pack everybody in the car and go see places. But it's just never fun yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. So- we, uh, go ahead, Evan. I, I was going to say, so, uh, th- this, this might be my first, uh, disagreements on. Oh, oh no. Really? Oh man. I, I just, I, I don't know why. It's, I think it's the, the Midwesterner in me. Like I saw, there was a meme or a tweet or whatever. It's like, it's like, oh, that's eight hours away. Why would you fly? Like you, you just drive there. Like I don't yeah. know what the problem is. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think kind of everything, I mean, minus, you know, getting a flat tire or, you know, driving in snow or whatever. Like other than that, like I don't mind, like, I think it's kind of fun to like, it's like, oh, there's a, like one of those like fancy rest stations that has like a Starbucks inside of it. Let's, <laughs> 
what's yeah. going there? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. I just say, you know, especially like if you're going with somebody, like you're, I don't know. I, I, I find it more, more fun than, than not. So I see both, both sides because um, Ryan and I, with some friends, we ended, we drove to Florida one time, mm-hmm. one time, mm-hmm. one time. <laughs> um, we 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 made like we went halfway, stayed the night somewhere, in, in I think in Atlanta, and then drove the rest of the way. But on the way back, we were like, yeah, we could make that haul. It's only eighteen yeah. hours. Oh, and we got to it was like we were in Kentucky, almost into Cincinnati, <gasps> and it started, it was like dark, and it started to rain and storm, and I'm like, I was so tired. I'm like, you know what? If I die, at least I don't have to drive the rest of the way home. <laughs> you do, you get, you get into a, you get into a, um, a perspective of desperation. It, it, it truly is, like, at some point, you're just like, okay, you know what? I'm just, I, you run on fumes at some yeah. point, I feel like. I just have to tell you guys this really quick. So we were traveling back from Florida one year and um, this was the last time that we went there, I think. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So we were, we were in that Kentucky, Tennessee, smoky mountain area, whatever. Right. And so at nighttime, most people might not know the people that are that that fly. I won't fly. I would rather drive than fly. So I do agree with you on that, Abbott. I would rather drive than fly. Mm -hmm. But, um, but, most people that fly don't know this, but when it starts to get dark, it gets very foggy through there mm-hmm. and yeah. dense fog, right? Where you really, I'm convinced that that, that trip alone shaved a year off my life <laughs> because we, we could not see. So, and so we were kind of forced to push off into this town called Jellico <laughs> and where they Seems literally legit. had... Oh yeah, real. Mm-hmm. Where they only had two <laughs> hotels in the entire place, and the one hotel was like um, a Radisson Inn or something that had a name. Okay, mm-hmm. and they had no rooms, and so they de- redirected us across the street to the Jellico Motel, which came <laughs> came <laughs> came complete with the Beetlejuice sign that was blinking with the arrow. <laughs> And also somebody getting arrested in the parking lot. And we had our two little kids in the back seat. And we're like, we have to keep driving through this fog because there's no way yeah. we're staying here. And it was the worst. It was the worst. But now, so, yeah. like, I can see your point, Abbott. Like, especially after making that long drive, I'm like, yeah, eight hours. I mean, I've, I've done longer. Might as well do that. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, was, I was like, coming back from Florida, because, you know, from Toledo to Cincinnati is like what four ish hours? Three and three, three and a yeah. half or something like that. So, so if you're coming back and you like get there, it's like, well, we've already been driving for ten. What's another four? Like, we'll just yeah, exactly. We'll, 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 it's true. You can totally make it. So, but yeah, I I, I can see that. I, I I can see the not fun part of it as well. Mm-hmm. I remember like the the night before or like the day or two before we left my mom was like you know what guys do you really want to drive like you know i'll be worried the whole time like if you want i'll buy you guys a plane ticket and i'm like oh, i'll be fine you don't have to do that it'll be fine uh yeah, no regrets. Go back in time. yeah no no regrets. <laughs> not even a single letter um, oh god yeah sorry abbott i ugh. no I, I i got you no worries all right so uh i I complete. Who whose number two is that? That was mine. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
Okay. Don't have super so my number two, my not good enough, uh, is actually one that's already been discussed here. Um, uh, my number two is uh, clubbing or, or going to yeah. do oh, anything like that. I'm just like, I, no, I'm, and, and again, maybe it's the, I, I've gotten old and crotchety in my recent birthday, but it's just like, I don't like these songs. I don't need to be surrounded by this many people. Uh, I don't drink. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel comfortable dancing in a room full of strangers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the only, like, I'm more comfortable. Like I'm gonna say nine and a half times out of ten, I'm the de- the designated driver, which I yeah. don't mind. I like doing it. Um, I'll remember that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> keep keep that in the back of your head. Um, but it's like I have no problem taking you to go somewhere. But it's if you expect me to like come in with you and wait, like especially because I don't drink, it's like oh well now I have to, you know, be the parents to my my drunk friends. Oh, God. dude, yeah. That's the worst. I'm like, yeah, it is. I have no, like, I could be doing anything else right now. Yep. And, and it just, I, 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 and again, like, because I'm, I'm married, like, I have, I'm not, like, going out to, like, meet anybody. Yep. And so just, like, I, it's, it's not for me. And so. And I'm, you know what? Even if you were, that's not the place. Right. Like, I, I want to tell all these people that are going to clubs to find people. It's like, you're in the wrong, I mean, you're in the, you're looking in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. In the wrong, Cause it is, it's the atmosphere. It's yeah. 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 Like, I mean, if it was something like, like a themed nights, like it was like, you know, eighties night or nineties night or, or something like that. Like, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like that's more like doable, but like, if it's like contemporary music and it's all like the same, like, the same beats and the same, you know, <laughs> strobe lights and everything. I'm just like, I'm, I'm good. I, yeah. I, I, I don't need any of that. Oh, I told it, dude. Yeah. yeah Obviously I'm, I get you cause it was on my list. Right. Yes. That's so funny. You guys had it. Yeah. That's why uh, you're friends. Yep. Right? Our, our uh, mutual hatred for, <laughs> of clubbing. for clubbing. We bonded weddings, over our yeah. clubbing hatred. Weddings are different. I, no, see, I, I love, love weddings. weddings I, yeah. so I do too. Much. Oh, because yeah. um, mostly because there's a, an open bar and I just have to like, yeah. drop yeah. a five or a 10 or a 20 in there and I'm good for the rest of the night. Right. Yeah. Uh, Michael, you number one. My number one. The reason why we're here. Uh, the reason why we're here. Uh, this one hits home and it'll hit home for everybody in this in this Zoom chat. Uh, being over 21. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Being just an adult, in, just in general, <laughs> yeah. Being an adult, there are a lot of amazing things like, uh, you know, getting married, becoming a parent, um, paying bills is not part of that at right. all. Uh, when I turned 21, I worked all day, I did not drink. Uh, uh, I don't know, I don't like having to manage all these bills, mm-hmm. I don't like responsibility, it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I have to make my own food. Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's so crazy. Like thinking back to like, even when you're in high school, it's like, it's like, Oh, that, that guy's 21. He's so, he's such an adult. Like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And then you, and then you turn 21. It's like, what the hell? Is exactly. I have and no idea what I'm doing. You, especially your early twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like I'm finally starting to come over that hump a little bit. Cause I'll be 26 this year. Nice. Uh, but 
early twenties, I like, I didn't have a sense of direction. I'm like, what am I going to do with myself? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll say, I I was, I was saying, I feel like the, the early twenties, it's all the anxiety of not knowing what you want to do with your life, but now you have added pressure because you're an adult now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I so I'm I, Abbott might know this about me, but I love I love the show New Girl on Netflix. Like that's my go-to. It's my favorite. And um, there is a character. Have you guys? Are you guys familiar with it at all? Uh, no, kind of. Yes. It. All right. Well, if you're bored, if you have some time on your hands, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you're looking for a Netflix show, I think both of you would love it. Um, it's kind of just that quirky, fun humor. But um, there's a character named Nick, and he's he's you know, in his early thirties or whatever. And there's, he's a bartender and there's an episode where he gets caught up with like college kids, you know, and they end up having a party at their loft and, um, his roommate comes in and she's like, what are all these like, ki- ki- like 20 year olds doing here? These teenage, you know, like young twenties doing here. And he's like, they don't know what a mortgage is and they've never felt pain. He's like, <laughs> he's like, this is amazing, you know, to hang out with people that don't understand, you know? So it, that's just what that reminded me of when you said that, like, it's just, they, you know, they haven't been, they haven't been scarred by life yet when they're dead. Right. And like, so, it, especially, uh, cause Abbott and I have talked about it. Like, especially when we both work at Kroger together, mm-hmm. that existential dread, like in, in my <laughs> own mind, like feeling that like, Oh my God, I'm like the only one. And then Abbott comes out and says it. And I'm like, Oh, thank God. It's not just me. Kindred spirit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's a universal feeling from any, everyone from like, let's say 17 to 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah. like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And everyone expects me to, for me to know what I'm doing by now. Yeah. I mean, and you, and you know, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, and you know, you when you get older and you start to look back on yourself at that age, you're like, oh my God, I was so annoying. <laughs> like, like you look back on, 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 you know, I don't know. You, you, I don't know. I think when you get older, yes, the responsibilities are more, the pressures are more, but I think that there's beauty in it, you know? So I agree with you, Mike, to an extent. I think there's beauty in it because I think that, you know, when, we're glor- blissfully ignorant, I think, at that age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, I, I think, I don't know, I can't speak for everybody, but I think now I'm finally getting to that point where I'm like, okay, yeah, I need to do this and this, and I'm almost done with school. And Mariah and I are starting to look at houses now, which I think I'm like, oh, cool. Now I know how to do adult stuff. And right. I'm finally mm-hmm. getting there. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think that as the years go by, I mean, the resentment grows for being an adult, but I think definitely when you start to reflect on the stupid things that we all did when we were younger, it's like, oh, maybe this isn't so bad. I don't know. My, I think it was my, oh, my four-year-old niece said she, that she didn't want to be a grown-up. And like the moment, the Billy Madison moment, where he's like <laughs> shaking the kid's face, like that immediately popped into my head. Like, Cherish it. <laughs> It's like immediately that's what popped into my head. They say don't grow up. It's a trap. Right. It's true. (laughs) Stay here. Stay as long as as you can. can. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously there's a bunch of upsides to being an adult. Right. they're but, out but there. I, I think especially like when you're like a little kid, it's like it's like, oh man, I can't wait to be an adult and I can do whatever I want. And yeah, which is true. Which is true, but, but 
Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not equipped enough to parent myself. That's the problem is like when you're younger, you're thinking, yeah, like you said, like I'm going to get older and do whatever I want. But then, but then you realize when you get older, you're like, I don't know what I want. I don't know if I need a nap or I need a hug or I need a cup of coffee or I need a, you know, like you don't know what you want. We're not equipped to know this. Like, like you know, the, the idea of eating ice cream for dinner every day is much cooler when you're eight and just kind of sad when you're, a hundred percent a hundred percent because when you get older you get like me and then you can't have ice cream because you're lactose intolerant yep. <laughs> so even if i could do that i'm not going to now yep yeah or like not being able to eat whatever you want because your metabolism is at a standstill like mine right yeah <laughs> there you go Mm-hmm. There you go. That's, that would be a good, um, a good topic for a future show. You know, like your, your top five reasons that getting old is not worth it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I, I know I've, uh, there's moments I've apologized to my parents because seeing how uh, my, I love my nieces and they're my world, but sometimes they get attitude and it, it is infuriating. Yeah. I'm like, who are you? You can't talk to somebody like that. But I talked to people like that when I was that age. How amazing would it be, though, if as adults we did? Like, this is stuff that I bring up with my students all the time. I'm just like, I want you to go one whole day and actually say, now it's very dangerous with our age group, but with teen, <laughs> with teenagers, they can still kind of get away with it, you know, because mm-hmm. they're not like, like people will pass it off as like, oh, it's just teenage hormones. Yeah. You know, when we're our age, you're just a, <laughs> I don't know if I can, anyway, you, you're just a jerk, you know? Right. So, yeah. but, um, but yeah, so, so I, I challenge them for 24 hours to actually say, what they want to say. And it's an amazing experiment to see them actually speak up and say the things that, because that's what little kids do. That's what your niece is doing, Mike. She's just saying what she wants to say. She doesn't so filter. True. Yeah, there Why is no filter with filter? little kids. Right. right. If they don't like your face, they'll tell you. I don't like your face. It's like, <laughs> okay, I don't either, but I have to live with it. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> can't hurt me and my self-esteem's at an all-time low. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I have to take that from you. You're four. <laughs> You don't know me. Yeah. You don't know me. Cool. That's, All a, right. yeah. that's a good one. That's a very uh, existential crisis. <laughs> it <laughs> <Number> is. <one. laughs> uh, Andrea, what is your number one thing that's not as fun as advertised? So, so it's not as philosophical and clever as Mike's, but, um, <laughs> but nonetheless, um, horseback riding. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I could, I could believe that. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. Um, <laughs> Definitely had to speak to my therapist. No, I'm just kidding. I am. Um, uh, uh, I thought, you know, in my dreamy, you know, world of being 21, I got, I was 21 when I got married, and um, I, I said to my husband, I'm like, for our honeymoon, we should go horseback riding. It'll be just like, you know, the movies where they're on the beach and there's like soft romantic music playing, and we're horseback riding into the sunset. You know, like I really thought it would be fun. I really, really, I was actually born upstate New York, and um, I had a friend of mine. Uh, that had horses and um I love them. I love horses. And I mm-hmm. thought, well, if I love horses this much, wouldn't horseback riding be a way to elevate that love? And it sure was not. So we went <laughs> to Canada. We went up to Canada for our honeymoon and uh we found a ranch up there where they allowed people to horseback ride and and you know 
they were assigning people their horses and there was a horse that was kind of rogue, kind of not following the instructions and trailing off. And the woman was pulling on the, whatever the thing is on the the face, some sort of harness thing. And the Mm -hmm. the horse was like resisting. And I'm like, Ooh, God, whoever gets that horse. (laughs) Guess who got that horse? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I got the horse that was rebellious and the horse that she she literally put me guys at the back of the line because she said that my horse, whose name was Phoenix, did not and I quote like other horses by his butt. <laughs> so I'm like what happened to this horse that he doesn't like other horses yeah. behind? So I had to be last in line and he was not following. I was in a literally in a field and everybody else, including my husband, they were looking at the scenery and trotting along and headed back to the ranch. And I was in a field. Like, I better not upset this horse because it'll throw me. Right. So I was kind of like, Phoenix, Phoenix. It was just the worst. And, and horses are, so, you don't realize how tall they are until you're sitting on their back. Mm-hmm. You are literally like 12 feet in the air. Oh, God. Nope. <laughs> No, and they kick you. hard. That's a thing I know. They kick really hard. <laughs> Did you get kicked by a horse? No, but uh, I don't want to. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I just, I, I mean, something about, like, especially, like, in that case where it's you have, like, a trainer or whoever it's like, leading a group of people is, like, it's like that person is entrusting you to take care of this animal and have it follow a line when you've never been on a horse, you don't know anything. And you're just like, well, I hope this wild animal that I'm sitting on <laughs> obeys. Doesn't get mad. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. No, you thing. skip we- the formalities and then immediately <laughs> hop on its back. Like, all right, I let's know. do this. <laughs> Exactly. You're like, I know you don't know me, but we're we're about to get real close. Yeah. No, I don't know. We do. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say we do this to our kids at at carnivals and stuff. Like they have the Mm -hmm. pony rides and the horse, and we're all like, yeah, get on this camel's back, get on this alpaca. (laughs) Like, like we're you know we do this to our relatives. I'm sure that you guys have witnessed this with parents. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, and the kid is terrified, and we're like, no, it'll be fine. It's like, okay, I'd like to see you get on there, you know, (laughs) see how much you like it. It's not. I don't know what, because uh, I've never ridden a horse, but I don't know what it's like for men. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm all sure the it's not great. bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. I, I, so I, it, I wonder how your uh, experience or how your thoughts would change if you had a more well behaved horse. Maybe. Maybe. I still have this, you know, in the back of my mind that this horseback riding, I mean, you see in movies and stuff, it just, you know, it just looks so majestic. Yeah, (laughs) it's like being able to to ride wherever you want, but no, you have to follow, uh, you know, Karen up in front of you. (laughs) I I mean, think about it. Riding on a horse just elevates any situation. I mean, if I came to your house and I drove my car, I mean, you're gonna be like, okay, cool, Andrew is here. But if I if I gallop up on a horse. (laughs) That's a You're conversation like, starter. This, right. this is a badass bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just, you know, but that's not me, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. In no, theory, I, I, it was going to be fun. I, I totally get it. I like, it, it definitely seems like one of those things that like you, you have to try at least just to say you did it, but yes. it, can, it can either be really fun or really not good. So yes. Yes. 
and yep. I know that they do they do um, therapy with horses. Like there's some kids that you know, like they do horseback riding for therapy. So it could have just been a bad experience, you know. But it was so mm-hmm. bad that I'm not willing to try it again. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't blame you. Absolutely. All right. Uh, my number one. Uh, I, I just realized my my list is very. Um, holiday driven uh mm-hmm. my, my number one uh this may may drive some controversy it might uh, I'm, I'm prepared <laughs> lay it on me steadily my, my number one are any and all fireworks shows oh i i'm i'm good i i <laughs> you, you see one fireworks show you've seen them all in, in, in my opinion i'm just like i Oh, so now I have to wait outside in in July when it doesn't get dark until nine o'clock. I have to stay out until it gets dark so we can all sit in someone's backyard and watch all these fireworks that you've seen a million times before. And it's like even the like the sanctioned like firework shows that they do for like the Fourth of July or whatever. It's just like. Uh, okay great great i yeah I, i'm no i it, it's just not as it's not as entertaining as they say it is was your uh i feel like your honorable honorable mention should be uh staying up late <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean that that is something to do with it sure but what are these crazy kids doing staying up past nine <laughs> I, I mean, I am very much a uh, early to bed, early to rise type person. Like, like, yeah, I don't like staying up until, you know, midnight or whatever, but I will also get up, you know, on my days off at 6.30 in the morning willingly yeah. and just like, yeah, I, I yeah, and staying up late and to, then you're outside and it's hot and the mosquitoes are out and it's like... It, so... So, Abbott, I have to say, I am an I am a self proclaimed night owl. I mean, okay. I if you, it, I mean, people that go toe to toe with me about staying up, I will win. Like, I <laughs> I don't need. I'm part vampire. I don't need sleep. I'm nocturnal. But yeah. um, but truly, um, I also I think I kind of agree with you on the fireworks stuff. I feel like it's, eh, you know, eh. and 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 even more so. I I think the the part that annoys me the most are, like. It's more, I guess it's more fun to go to a fireworks show. It's nowhere near fun to, it's like, oh, hey, here's the nine people that went to that fireworks show and they're all posting videos of the same fireworks show and posting them on Facebook. I'm like, I don't need to see that. They all look the same to me. Yeah, and it looks even worse on a phone. Right, exactly. Yeah, you you don't get the atmosphere of in a video. So, yeah. I I, I will... I will say, I want to ask you this. Now, what about like a surprise firework? Like, like, because like where my parents live in Queens, like they live uh, over like where the ocean is. So Mm -hmm. like every once in a while, you know, somebody in Coney Island or somebody like that will, will, they'll light some fireworks off in the distance and you'll walk past the window and you're like, Oh, like, like, how do you feel about that? Like a surprise firework where you're just like, Oh, off in the distance. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not like, like if I'm not expecting it, sure. It's like, Oh, Hey, look at that. Yeah. But it's, I, I don't know. Like, I think, um, 
I mean, to, to an extent, because like now that we have Eleanor, um, oh, yeah. she, she's not a fan. And, and I think uh, right. like we, we got her uh, like the middle of June last year. So we only mm-hmm. had her for like two weeks before the 4th of July. <laughs> And this poor dog was just like a wreck. And, uh, and I think it was last night, somebody in our neighborhood, uh, it, it was like 7.30 at night. There's like, we just thought it was like, pew, pew. And we're like, what, what are we doing? Yeah. It's, it's April. It's, it's not dark out. <laughs> What are we doing? Like this shouldn't be happening. Yeah, those are yeah. the surprise fireworks you get in like Northwest Toledo. You get the really yeah. cool stuff in Coney Island, but like here you get the the rambunctious teenagers at three in the morning doing like the ground fireworks that spew for five right. seconds and that's the, it. Sh- shooting bottle rockets at each other. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, okay. out of their garage. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I do feel bad about what happens with the pets, though. Our dog, he could care less about anything. He's a grumpy old man. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I do feel bad. Some of the dogs, they really don't – they don't do well with that. Yeah. So, I, it's uh, – but the, the more, like, going out and hanging out with people, like, leading up to it, like, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. But having to say – and, we, you know, you're kind of held hostage for, like, 20 minutes, you know, watching these – fireworks go off i'm just like that's okay i'll i'm I'm done yeah so yeah all right so that is our top five things that are not as fun as advertised we all sound like grumpy old people now so i yeah we we like to do stuff i mean that's (laughs) there are things that we like doing it's uh you know it's it's i don't know my list is pretty short for that (laughs) things i actually like doing eating would be number one i think we we could have done a top 10 of of not fun things and had like scraped together and things we like doing yeah um all right so so let's just we're just gonna do a quick uh rundown of our lists just say them out real quick um my honorable mention uh was live sporting events uh number five was paintballing uh, number four was Black Friday shopping. Number three was staying up for New Year's. Number two was clubbing. And number one was firework shows. Michael. Uh, my honorable mention was setting your favorite song as your alarm. And number five was music <laughs> festivals. Uh, number four was nightclubs. Number three was having nothing to do. Number two was the We Fit. And number one, uh, being over 21. <laughs> <laughs> So my honorable mention was Costco. My number five was um, Chuck E. Cheese. My number four was Wine and Canvas. My number three was Easter Eggs. My number two was Road Trips. And my number one was Horseback Riding. Yep. Yeah, all all solid. I I guarantee a lot of those things would be on a lot of other people's lists Mm. as well. So so this was, uh, yeah, this was good. I... um, Make sure you head over to facebook.com slash T5 podcast. Let us know what things you uh, think are overhyped and you don't particularly care for doing. Uh, Let us know which one of our lists you most agree with. Um, If you want to be a guest on a future episode, just send us a message. Let us know. Or if you have an idea for a future top five list that you would like Mike and I to do, uh, just let us know on the, on the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Andrea, I forgot to mention this up top. You are the host of the Sweetheart Soul Sessions podcast. Yeah. You, uh, it's, I don't know, every so often, it's just, it's just a sweet little, like, nugget of positivity <laughs> that it's, it's, you know, it, you sit and listen to and it's just like, oh, yeah, this it instantly makes you feel better after yeah. listening to it. So after Aww. you watch this, listen to this episode, you right. go over there and listen to that episode. Because yeah. yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> you, you're going to go out and do stuff? You can't? No, definitely no. not. No, it's 8.15. Yeah. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you're going to go listen to the podcast, both of them, right now. <laughs> yeah, use Sweetheart Soul Sessions as a chaser if you feel a little, right. uh, you know, cynical after this one. But yeah, <laughs> Sweetheart... <laughs> Sweetheart Soul Sessions. Um, I, I'm on Anchor, um, and then also Spotify, and also Facebook. So yeah. there's a shameless little plug, and it is. It's just a little bit of positivity and some real talk for some of the things that we do as human beings, where we tend to be our own worst enemy sometimes, and that really doesn't help us. I mean, we're all here for a reason and a creative purpose, and I like to get people back on track with what they're supposed to be doing. So especially, so, yeah. especially times like now. Right. When, yeah. the, when the yeah, world has basically gone to shit. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah. Once you're done watching Tiger King, uh, yeah, head over there. And- <laughs> exactly. Head on and, over. <laughs> uh, Andrew, have you done a uh, quarantine episode yet? I haven't. I haven't. I actually, um, I've been, I've been trying to figure out what I want to say about it. I feel like my opinion changes every day. You know, some days I'm like, yeah, this is so good. There's so much to be grateful for. Like when you stay home, you're saving lives. This, you know, like just commend yourself for doing something heroic. And then, and then there's other days it's like, uh, you know, I got to wait three days for groceries and I'm really not excited about this. And, you know, so like, I just have to get my thoughts together, you know, cause I understand that isolation is also really difficult for some people emotionally and mentally, just because, you know, I don't necessarily need the social atmosphere to thrive. You know, I, some people do, some people really need that. So I, I, what I do before I do a podcast is I really try to, um, you know, weigh both sides of it and come from the middle ground, you know, come from a place of understanding that not everybody's going to be good with being home, but that there's also going to be people that find solace in it. Mm -hmm. So I I like to, so I've been thinking about it, but I think my next episode is actually going to be more about, um, and this will surprise you, Abbott. It's about, uh, something called positivity toxicity. And I didn't know what that was at all, really, until recently. But it's when people are so positive about everything that it comes off as we're not allowed to feel things. So I want to discuss that. Oh, God, yeah. There's a word for it. There's a word for (laughs) it. There is. There is. I feel feel like I'm going to be – I might be attacked on that episode. No, 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 not at all. I actually, I think it's, it's actually more for your perspective on things because, you know, it can't, we have to have permission to have like episodes like this, where you say like, this is the stuff that just bothers me. This is the stuff, you know, like I hate staying up for New Year's Eve, like things like that, where other people might look at you as though, well, that's negative. That's just cynical. I think that that's not fair to you. Because, I mean, the, the, there is a toxicity in being too positive all the time. And I think that that needs to be discussed. I think that we have a right to feel the way we want to feel. And, and there needs to be some sort of balance between the positive and the negative. Can't yeah. all be one. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I never thought about it until right now. So, right? Yeah. so, so that makes sense. It does. Yeah. 
All right. So, so. yeah. So, so check out uh, Sweetheart Soul Sessions on uh, Anchor and Spotify and uh, our Facebook page for there. Um, Mike, Andrew, thank, thank, thank you so much for this. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Uh, 